Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, here is your update. All had been quiet for a little while for the commanders on all their investigational fronts. This is via front office sports and A.J. Perez today. As the potential sale of the Washington commanders inches forward, a federal investigation into the franchise continues as well. The U.S. Attorney's Office of Eastern Virginia opened an investigation into the team last year, you'll remember, over financial irregularities. First reported by front office sports, the case remains open, and at least one subpoena has been issued as part of the probe. Two sources with knowledge of the inquiry told front office sports. That subpoena was issued today. So this, to me, sounds like, and I am out of my depth here, so Danny, tell me if you think I'm wrong. Okay. Remember when the D.C. Attorney General initially issued the subpoena or whatever they did, and then they came out and they issued a lawsuit and they had the big hearing. Kind of was a dog and pony show, if you remember, uh-huh. but uh, we picked it up live, and, and they basically said that they'd be suing Dan Snyder and the commanders, I think is how it went. Yes. This is happening now at the federal level via the U.S. Attorney's Office, Eastern Virginia. Not the lawsuit. We'll see what happens. Correct. This but is not have, a lawsuit. They have issued a subpoena, which is kind of where we started last time. You know, remember, it was D.C. I don't think Maryland... Uh, had issued any kind of investigation. But Virginia had, by way of this federal um, attorney's office in the eastern Virginia. Yeah, so there, it's this is very complicated, and there's a lot of moving parts. I will probably screw this up, but let me do my best. The state of Maryland settled with the team. Attorney General Brian Frosch settled with the team on these sets of investigations. Okay, this is the, I, I'm just going to call it ticket impropriety. Just for shorthand, right? That's the season tickets, deposits, did they withdrawals, keep money et cetera. from fans. Yeah. Did they not? Did that you stuff. give everyone their money back? We and have we have heard nothing about that from Virginia, the state of Virginia. Okay, at the state level, the- meaning so so Virginia as a state never even came after them. I not to I have heard nothing about that, so I, I, I don't know that's anything. Right, right. The Eastern District of Virginia, which is the United States Attorney's Office at the federal level, okay? There are U.S. Attorney's Offices all over the country. The Eastern part of Virginia, they have would have jurisdiction here, I believe, because that's where some of these things would have fallen. They have now issued a subpoena as part of their open investigation. Statement from uh, team attorney basically says we're cooperating, we'll continue to cooperate, blah, 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 okay? So that's where we are there. The Washington, D.C. office issued those couple of lawsuits one was related to uh alleged that alleged culture sexual harassment all that sort of stuff and then i believe a second lawsuit was sort of related uh to this so that's where we are i think i've got that right subpoena issued in a federal probe of the commanders so they had been investigating for the better part of a year and they've now issued this subpoena and what that means and where that ends i don't know u.s attorney's office eastern virginia investigation into the financial irregularities will continue. So that is one of a plethora of investigations 
that has not been wrapped up. The probe includes allegations made public, as we were talking about, as part of a House Oversight Committee inquiry. That's when we found out about the possibility. I think it was Jason Friedman at the time who had uh, suggested that maybe money was being held from fans and people who didn't even know that the team still had deposits that they owed them. So as part of the U.S. House Oversight Committee's probe into the team, they hadn't even begun, they hadn't even thought to check this sort of stuff. It came up in testimony, and it came up as a as something where they then wrote a letter uh, to multiple law enforcement bodies saying, hey, we came across this. We're not here for enforcement. We can't do that. Something you guys might want to look into, FYI. And multiple people have opened, multiple agencies have opened probes, including the U.S. Attorney's Office for Eastern Virginia, and they issued a subpoena related to that. None of these investigations previously or any of the results from them landed blows that forced Dan to sell. You know, each time, every single one of these investigations was conducted and, and we came up with some type of resolution. I think people were largely disappointed because the end game was not a smoking gun or, or the forcing of Dan Snyder's hand to sell the team. But what we did get, I think, collectively here in D.C., is each of these things led to consternation, turmoil, and it seemed like we're part of why Dan may have decided that he was going to sell. You could also point out that the ongoing investigations all landed enough paper cuts that it was death by paper cut if he ends up selling. So there are still a lot of these ongoing. Like yes. today we find out they're issuing a subpoena in this one investigation. We still don't know what's going to happen in the Mary Jo White report. I still can't believe, by the way, that that report's not out. I don't know anything about doing these reports. They might take years, but... I mean, she's been at this thing for over a calendar year now, which seems like enough time. Peter King last week, I don't know if you saw this, you were out sick. Peter King wrote in his SI, uh, he's no longer at SI, his uh, NBC. NBC column. Uh, column, Football Morning in America, that his little 27 things I think I might think I know, I think. Mm -hmm. He wrote something to the extent of, I wouldn't be surprised if something happened with the Mary Jo White investigation soon. Seems like a year's been enough time. Well, he doesn't say stuff like that on a whim if something's not Nobody whispered something. Hmm. If someone's not telling him something. So maybe that's coming out soon. You know, we did have someone last week on the show who doesn't think Dan's going to sell, who said that he thinks the Mary Jo White investigation is going to have to be really damaging to him to, to push him to sell. Now, for every one person like him, there's 50 saying he's going to sell that right. we have on the show. But that Mary Jo White investigation is massive. If there's a bombshell, it's in... It's the end game. It's game, set, match, and, and it's the smoking gun. If it's not, it might just be another piece of wood you throw onto the fire here. Mm -hmm. But all of these little things, these glancing blows that we didn't think were a big deal, proved to actually be monumental. They're small chip boys, yeah. When, when you just, like, it's like taking a bat to a car, and you're like, oh, that's a little dent. And you do it enough, and now you, you step back 25 feet. You just you go, totaled it. Wow, that car is in really bad shape. Yeah. This is another kind of swing of the bat. I, I think, think uh, yeah, it's well put. I, I mean, to me, the, my view of this, and this is not I'm just, I'm reading the same things everyone else is, okay, was the initial time with the Beth Wilkinson report, I think everybody, the NFL, and this is kind of what the, the, the D.C. lawsuit is about, by the way, but I think the NFL and the, I guess they were then football team or commanders, I don't know the timeline anymore. 
basically said, all right, we'll just agree to sweep this under the rug. This, this, is, the, this is your last warning, Dan, your last probation. you got to do a bunch of things to make good, and you're going to tweet out every day how you clean up your act and tell everybody how it's all over and you're deeply sorry but admit to nothing, and we'll just get on with our NFL business. I think that was the plan. A bunch of stuff happened after that that we all know. Well, we don't have to go back through every bit of it, but the the you know lawsuit that ended up getting uh, you know that leaked out emails that got John Gruden fired and the subsequent lawsuit there. A bunch of stuff has happened since then when the NFL and Washington thought this whole thing was put to or the NFL at least thought this whole thing was put to bed and then it wasn't. So it went from okay, this is your last chance. As long as there's no more problem, we're good. Well, then more problems kept arising and then more kept arising and more and more and more and more and more. I still believe. The NFL is holding that Mary Jo White investigation in reserve in case Dan, it's like leverage over Dan's head. In case Dan starts acting rogue, in case he stops going along with the plan, in case he starts convincing himself that he'll, he'll get out of this you thing and Mary he'll be jo fine. White would go along with that? Or you're saying she already turned it in and they're just holding it? I'm sure she could. She, I think she could be done anytime. Based on nothing, right? I don't know. I'm not talking to Mary Jo White. She and I are texting behind the scenes. I've you think never... she's a good texter? I bet she's a terrible texter. She uses a lot of emojis. No, I bet. She, I bet she's like a, a a steadfast attorney that knows, like you know, anything that you you say at any point in time is a matter of public record if, if people subpoena it. I hope she's a more thorough texter than Beth Wilkinson. Yeah, I'll say that. But I think they're they're waiting. I think they're just you know take your time, and as soon as you're ready to turn in, turn it in. I think they're doing it. Just in case Dan goes rogue. You think Beth Wilkinson texts or she doesn't really work in writing? She's more of a caller. More of a, yeah, she likes to call you on the phone. She likes to verbalize her conversation. Not even on the phone. I think she breaks her cell phone, throws it in the trash, walks inside and talks to you. Not a fan of the old texting. And that's that. She doesn't like the paper trail. Nothing on the uh, record. All right, let's go back to the phones. A couple people have been waiting to talk. The enemy, Larry's in D.C. on Grant and Danny. What's up, Larry? Hey, what's up, guys? Real quick to your point, what you were saying on the, on the, on the 16. Interviews is we you got guys like David Kelly and and Ray Rose and you know that was coaches for years and people wonder why they didn't get jobs even um, you know the the guy Leslie Fraser I mean Fraser different guy so you know it, that it, you kind of take that with a grain of salt but maybe his demeanor no but Larry I'll say up. this uh, nobody has been close to sixteen interviews without getting a job like I, I don't remember David Cully even really kicking around with head coaching interviews he was just a position coach. I don't know if that was his aspiration or not, but it wasn't like he was getting three or four in offseason. Biennemi was the biggest name going into hiring cycles for four straight offseasons, right. basically. Right. He but, would get but, four, but if, four every offseason. Right, but if you're going to say if that wasn't David Cully's uh, mindset, then why would he take the Texans just to take it? But I, that's, well, that no, goes someone comes that, to you and that, says, hey, interview, and you get the job, I think you take it. But my point is, I don't know how many interviews he did, maybe a handful tops or a few. Eric Bieniemy interviewed with half of the NFL like that. There's just not a precedent right, but so for that. We we know at first they had to change the rule for 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 guys to even get the interview. They weren't even getting the interviews. Agreed. So, and and mean, Larry, I'm not saying. Look, look. I don't know if you heard earlier. Of course, yeah, his race was a. Of course, his race is a factor. I'm just saying, if anyone thinks it's the only reason he didn't get a job, I do disagree with that a little bit. Uh, no, that, I agree with you. I agree with you. But, Danny, but yes, but if, he, quick, if he was a white quick. guy, would he have gotten that a job at some point? I would say probably. But he got 16 yeah. interviews. Like, just blow someone away once and you get the job. D'Amico Ryans has been uh, a coach for nine minutes. He's the coach of the Texans. He, he also he also played for the te- also played for the Texans too and knows the ownership and they can kind of. 
they kind of know him and they kind of feel comfortable with him. And his family's from there and he's from Texas. Okay, so Mike Tomlin, to same thing. Mike Tomlin went from a DB's coach who was in the league for a very short time to in the mid-30s, like getting a head coaching job. Like, if you go in and crush it, you might get a job. But, but, but where was Mike Tomlin under? Mike Tomlin was also under, he was under uh, uh, Tony Dungy. And how long was he an uh, assistant coach? And and Pittsburgh is a different animal. There, you know, even even even, and that was a great hire by them. You know, you see it sometimes where it's great hires by you know teams, whether it's you know Minnesota. But real quick before we get off, let me say this: I, I, we could just hope that being we learned a little teeny bit. Where I remember Red Arbuck, the great coach, saying that he would yell at, at Havlicek. But but Kuzi knew he was talking to him. So sometimes you got to know, just like you guys, you got to know your your coworkers that you're dealing with. Some have the Tim Duncan personality, and some have the the, the Kevin Garnett. Where well, you can yell at some people, and they're going to shut down. But some guys you can yell at, and they're going to get ready, get pumped up, and it's not going to phase them. So if he learned that, even even in bringing just the philosophy and being under Andy Reid, and him having been a running back and a player who played in the Super Bowl. Come on, I mean, is it win win? Is it's a no brainer? No way that that that's not better than what we had in an inexperienced guy who who never played in the league, who his father was uh, uh, in that situation. And real quick, did you say so? You're preaching to the choir. The the only thing I'm going to say though is I don't care if you played in the league or not. You think Mike McDaniel played in the league? That guy knows what he's doing. You think Kyle Shanahan who Sean McVay didn't fizzled out early at Texas? You know Sean McVay who. Uh, his career peaked at high school football in Georgia. I guess he did go to Miami of Ohio. But he was a Red Red Hawks still there? Uh, maybe they used to, weren't they Redskins a long time ago too? At one point, I feel like. But th- th- I mean, they have obviously not been in a long time. Red Hawks is is what they are now. But um, you know, I, I don't care if you played in the league. Like that gets you no bonus points for me. I, I would just as soon hire some like savant Mike Leach type guy who's a computer programmer who can get people open. Whether you played or not is irrelevant to me. I, I just need you to be. Uh, able to lead men and to uh, be smarter than the, smarter than the guy across the, from the coordinator you're dealing with. And, and I think the enemy proved in the role he was in, he was really, really good at that. And now we're going to find out uh, how he does without Andy Reid helping him. Let's go to Ron in D.C. What's up, Ron? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey, um, probably two, three calls ago where they did talk about, you know, the multiple interviews. I, I think that us trying to figure out why he didn't get a job, we're never going to really know other than he didn't get the job. So I think the enemy knew I have to get out of Kansas City. I have to forge my own way, get out of the Andy Reid umbrella. Because the other thing is that that's that's a little confusing is Andy Reid, I, I think more this year than I, I, I remember in the past, really went out of his way to compliment the enemy and and i i think if he thought he was really that guy in waiting that he would have wanted to keep him in kansas city i i just don't i think there's something that we don't know as outsiders of why the enemy goes to six seven eight interviews and he still doesn't get a job 16 16 so so that's that's number one i i think number two with the with the Shady McCoy and the XFL coach, uh, quarterback, I think people that are in the XFL, I think they're looking to try to get into the NFL. So they're not going to burn bridges in my mind. They're going to say all the right things. Hey, EB's a great guy. He's a great coach. You know, and so I think both sides can, you know, with Shady hmm. kind of being a diva, 
you know, in, in Philly, in Buffalo. Yeah, he's on TV now, paid a lot of money it. to give opinions, doesn't really – he had a, a really good career, and he made a lot of money. doesn't need anybody at this point. If he's not trying to coach, he doesn't care what Andy Reid or anybody else thinks about him. So I, I just was thinking about his first point, though, about the 16 interviews. And, again, it's he's right. We'll never know 100% unequivocally. But I think after a certain point, it becomes self-sustaining and self-perpetuating, right? Like if the first nine teams all passed for – whether they're good reasons, valid reasons, stupid reasons, everything in between. The 10th team, it's going to be like, well, wait a minute. Like, you're almost looking for something to be wrong now. You know what I mean? Like, I I think about stuff like that, for example, where it just sort of became this self-sustaining organism almost of of we can't be the one that that sees it when everyone else doesn't. I was thinking about this, too, because that call was good. It was kind of provoked thought on this. I look at interceptions as not all interceptions are created equal. If you go through Will Levis's interceptions in his career Kentucky or whatever. 20, 23 picks last couple of years. I saw one of my draft guys post a video that said, these are seven of them. And they were like Hail Marys at the end of halves or uh, like ball bounces off the wide receiver, badly thrown, but shouldn't have been a pick, should have been an incomplete, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's six of them. So now you're like, okay, what about the other 11 or you know whatever the numbers are? There's also a chance, to, to the caller's point, that like he was just the guy who they interviewed because they had to interview somebody when they already knew who their coach was going to be a couple of times. Does that make sense? It does. Like, early on, we say he's been, he's had 16 interviews. He hasn't gotten them. And I don't know the numbers. Are all 16 real? Like, or, yeah, that's good. Yeah. He was like five or six times brought in to do an interview, and he went there knowing he wasn't getting the job. But it's like, this is good experience for me. You know, I, I can go sit down and do the interview. And maybe that's how the first couple of years of his interviews went. I just also know that there were like eight or nine times I remember, or or whatever the number is, where it was a wide open gig, and it's like Eric Bieniemy might be the coach of the Colts, he might be the coach of this team or that team, and he never got the job. But I think it's crazy to assume that all sixteen times, like he sat down in the chair, and they knew that um, you know, he, <clears throat> or or that they gave him just as good a chance as everyone else that interviewed. It, it probably wasn't always that way because you know, like I know, when Jay Gruden was hired, Bruce Allen kind of already had him in mind. I was screaming from the rooftops to anyone this who is would what's listen. Happening. Jay Gruden's going to be their head coach. They kept Jim Hazlitt, who he likes, and Sean McVay, who he's friends with. And, you know, who was the secondary coach they trotted Raheem by? Morris. Yeah, or, same or thing. It was like Jerry Gray, like when someone else was still the head coach. They like just to fulfill the rule. I mean, they. they it, oh, I think you're talking you know about, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but but teams did that all the time. Where, like right. they had an idea and then they interviewed a bunch of people. So that that could have been part of this as well. Uh, Nate McMillan got fired by the Hawks today. They're one game under 500 in the Eastern Conference. And they're not happy about it. He was in his third year, two-plus, an interim half season with the Hawks. Your thoughts, Danny, on Nate McMillan being out? It looks like they consider those results unacceptable as they stand a full game above the Wizards in the standings. Anyway, yeah, they're a bit of a disappointment there. Um, They went and got DeJounte Murray this offseason. They thought that pairing with... Collins and uh, beast, DeAndre Hunter. Yeah. 21 points, six boards, six assists. It's a it's an interesting group that should be better than they are, quite frankly. When Clint Capella's healthy, they're actually a pretty tough team to, to, to play against at times, but they just haven't gelled. I think the magic ran off. But again, it just tells you where everybody's eyeline is, right? You've got a bunch of players that, that you think highly of, that are highly touted, and they're where they are, and that's unacceptable to them. Just interesting to me. All right, quick show meeting. Darius, I want you to play some rejoins that they made for us. And I want to find some that we like and we don't like. Uh, so let's go with the first one you've got here. It's Grant and Danny. Were we talking about something? Sports. 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 And then it got weird. On 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app. I like that one a lot. In. 
and sports is involved. Sports. And where we talk, there was talking and there was sports. That actually makes some sense. All right, let's go to the next. That's a keeper. That's the, we'll and, put that in the good pile. Let's go to the next one. It's Grant and Annie on 106.7 The Fan. And what? Say it. Spit it out. The Odyssey app. Now, I don't love that one. However, it does draw some significance to the Odyssey app. We're trying to push some people to the Odyssey app, obviously, right? That That's a great way to listen for free wherever you go in the country uh, or outside the country. <clears throat> so I'm going to say I'm in on that one. Pro Odyssey app, anti that one. Really? Yeah, so it, 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 that one doesn't flow for me. Again, it has nothing to do with the Odyssey app. The content's very good as far as I'm concerned. But but the whole point of that one, I think, is yeah. like, what are these? what's he about to say? And it's like the Odyssey app. So I'm... You know, it's like is my my radio skip? Is there a blip there? Darius, you can cast the uh, the deciding vote uh, and let us know if we're going to keep that one. Or I'm, I'm going to go with keep on that one. Okay, very yeah. good. I'm pro two Odyssey to one. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's uh, let's go to the next one. It's Grant and Danny. Put down the sports page and listen. Oh, okay. I love that the one. The sports page one, I love that one. Again, it's sports related. Because we're basically saying we know you guys are reading all the stats and the box scores from last night. Put that sports page right down. Yeah, enough with the your boys little, are talking. Your little content and writing. Yep. This is radio time. Uh, next. Right. This is Grant and Danny. Who's gonna believe us? On 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app. Now this is kind of what I'm talking about. The who's yeah. gonna believe us means nothing. I don't really get that at all. I don't know what that's from. However, Hello America, I kind of like that. And the, his, the first half is a 10. The who's going to believe us could go away forever. But overall, let's keep it. Can I tell you what you sleep on? His yeah. end. It's like the best end Can I hear ever. that one again? Listen for it. Oh my God. This is Grant and Danny. Who's going to believe us? Here comes 106.7 The Fan. And the Odyssey app. Yeah, That's good. why I like it. So I'll keep it. Again, the middle's not for me, but overall, the net is very positive. And uh, give us another one, please. It's Grant and Danny on 106.7 The Fan. Eating hot dogs, drinking beer. And the Odyssey app. That great. And blasting this. I don't know what that means. It's John that... Stewart from The Daily Show. I recognize that one. Okay. Book it. Look at you. Book uh, it. Give me one more, Darius, please. Grant and Danny. There's something we need to talk about. Talk about. On 106.7 The Fan. Ow. The Odyssey app. I don't, why is he yelling at her to sit down and shut up? I, I, don't, know. I don't like that one. No, so here's the thing. I love the part of it. I want that. I want the beat. Is he the, yelling at her to sit down and I shut up? I don't know. I don't like that one. Let's get rid of that but one. But I like the beat. Why not, what do I do? I, I think we just. Maybe? Is you, there a maybe pile? You listen to the beat another time. All right. I think. Is the best way to no do it. No beat. That. It is time for the Caps power play. Seven o'clock puck drop for the Red Wings in town tonight against the Capitals. You got to have it, Danny. Detroit and a plethora of other teams breathing down Washington's neck. Concerned about you. You're going to be able to see the game from your seats tonight? I'm hoping so. Yeah. Uh, let us know what that glass smells like. Uh, you got to beat Detroit quite simply. Right now, the Caps are in the 10th spot in the Eastern Conference. Detroit is nipping at your heels. You got to go. Caps hockey at 7 o'clock, 35 minutes away, pregame between now and then. For Darris and Ryan, Grant and Danny saying so long. We're back at it at 2 o'clock tomorrow right here on The Fan. Thank you so much for listening and making the show part of your day. Have a wonderful Tuesday evening. Thank you for coming. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 